Sean Sewell with the Ingamer.com podcast. Got a really fun episode for you. Today it's all about the sixth annual Beacon Bash. What is the Beacon Bash? Where is it? How do you participate? What to expect? So the Beacon Bash is a grassroots effort started by my friends Will Coleman, Wade Lancaster, and myself. Will had this great idea that he wanted to get a group of us together find a parking lot in the winter before the season started, practice our beacon skills, you know, bury some beacons, have some sandwiches, get get comfortable with our beacon technique, ask questions, um, just generally prepare for a safe backcountry season. Backcountry skiing, splitboarding, snowboarding, snowshoeing, sledding, you know, people who use motorized vehicles as well have to stay safe. So we pitched this idea to each other, and we were all on board. Wade and I were like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get some more friends together. We'll contact some people. We're texting people. And then I was like, Wade, why don't you, or Will, why don't you just put it in our Colorado Backcountry Ski and Snowboard group, which is a group that I help moderate on Facebook. And at the time, I think we had 1,000 or 2,000 members in the, in the group. And uh, the response was fantastic. People were like, yeah, we're in. We'd love to go. Where's it going to be? What, what time? So originally we decided we we're going to do it on, on Birthed Pass. Just a nice place to meet. If you are smart, very safe terrain to go recreate in afterwards. Um, and just, it's, it's you know, we love Birthed Pass. We, we love Friends of Birthed Pass, which is a nonprofit that hosts a lot of free avalanche information clinics. Um, and so uh, as it's getting closer, we're like, Maybe we can have a raffle. Like maybe we can like, give away some stuff and then give that money to friends of CAIC. That's Colorado Avalanche Information Center and friends of Birthday Pass because those are organizations we feel strongly about. And um, yeah, we could do this. Like let's just make this a, a, a you know reach out to some people and see if they want to donate. And you know I run in gearment, so I reach out to some people. I'm like, hey. Can you donate a jacket or two or a helmet? Weston got behind it right away. Weston's been the biggest supporter out of pretty much everybody. That's very evident, and you know, up till you know, currently. And they donated, I believe, a split board, uh, which is huge. You know, this is just like a, on a whim kind of thing. And uh, so as it's getting closer and closer, I forget who or how it went down, but somebody said, "Do you have a permit?" to meet at Birthday Pass because it looks like you have over 70 people or whatever the threshold is. And we're like, no, we, we just, we're dirt bags. We're gonna show up in our trucks and have a turkey sandwich and bury our beacons and you know, that kind of thing. And then give away uh, some clothes and snowboards and stickers and stuff. And I might teach people how to swing a kettlebell and you know, some movement mobility stuff to get people prepped before they go into the ski season. And so like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's a, uh, not, I want to say illegal, but it's just not uh, properly licensed. And, you know, okay, cool. Try to do it by the book. Uh, so I believe Wade got a hold of somebody at Winter Park, because um, it's like November, and the Winter Park's not open yet. And we just asked very nicely, could we use one of the faraway parking lots, something over on the Mary Jane side? We don't need anything. We just need an area to let people come to, and we'll bury some beacons and such. And uh, they were like, heck yeah, we like what you're doing. That's a great idea. 
So they not only offered the space, but they came in with an earth mover and cleared some snow. And, you know, we had tears of joy. Wade and Will and I were like, no way is this coming together. And then um, Friends of Birthday Pass shows up. And, uh, and then there's a Beacon Park all of a sudden. And then I look over and there's Grand County Search and Rescue showed up. Like, everybody just shows up. And Wade, like, was making some hot dogs and <laughs> burgers and we're what is going on around us? And I'm like, I have kettlebells in my truck and I could teach people some of the mountain fitness school. So I'm teaching people how to do kettlebell swings and uh, Turkish get-ups and stuff in the snow and showing them some movement drills we do before, or that I personally do with my clients before we go into the mountains. It was just so fun. Uh, Aaron Rose was there taking great photos and uh, just our people, our community. I think we had over hundred people show up. It's a, it turned into a thing, a full on thing. I just thought we're going to go hang out for an hour and practice beacon skills. And to tell you the truth, it's been such an amazing event. It's been so busy and being, you know, at the epicenter trying to run it. I still haven't got a chance to do participate with the beacon. I, I've done it on my own time, but I haven't got to do it at the own, my own beacon bash. Six years now of not being able to do it because I'm so busy uh, talking to people and taking money for the raffle, which leads me to the next part of the beacon bash. So it evolved. Right? The next year was even bigger. Uh, Loveland um, Ski Area gave us their base pass, uh, not pass, their base area. Uh, we had a great turnout. We thought ahead. <laughs> we had brought tables, allowed other people to bring tables, and uh, so much stuff to give away. Arcteryx was big, um, Beacon Guidebooks. We had a bunch of the engagement teammates were there. All the Western people, all the ambassadors were there, and it was a great success. And then the next year of COVID hit, and we didn't give up on it. We did it virtually. We had people submit videos and we still give away gear. I think Brian Mack actually won the Western Splitboard that year. And we saw some really creative videos of people demonstrating rescue scenarios. And it got me thinking about stuff, got us all thinking about stuff. Um, year four, we're back at Winter Park, this time uh, same parking lot, big turnout, a lot of fun. Um, and, and Weston again did the heavy lifting, Ben Hilly especially, hats off to you Ben for your hard work, contacting vendors, keeping people online, uh, it was huge. And then after, after the fourth year, you know, we're all excited post COVID to, to see people in groups and, and do stuff again. Uh, the fifth year, uh, Ben got a hold of Winter Park, you know, ahead of time. We start, we start planning this in the summer. We have weekly meetings, Wade and I especially, weekly meetings and then bi-weekly meetings with Winter Park, Sammy from Winter Park and Janelle from Winter Park Guides, uh, as well as Sean Eno, huge shout out for taking over Ben's position, doing it this year. Um, meeting often since, since the middle of summer um, and we're a week away from it. So we put a lot of work into it. And going legit, the city of, of Winter Park had a meeting to officially welcome Beacon Bash as part of a Winter Park experience. They pulled all the permits for us. We did, like, we're just dirtbags, we're just hippies. We like snow. I don't know what a COI is. I do now, certificate of insurance. All these little things where it's like, we just like snow and I like to split board on the snow. And if I can give a high five to somebody along the way, my life is good. But there's a lot of variables, a lot of legalities that go into just making an event, having food having a beer at an event. <laughs> it's amazingly complicated. Doesn't seem like it should be, right? But it is. So, anywho, a lot of people worked really hard behind the scenes to pass and make sure everything's kosher, legit, ethical, safe, insured, proper, by the books. And it is. 
And as of this year, as of about a month ago, the Beacon Bash is actually a 501c3 nonprofit. That's right. Wade and I filed the paperwork. We checked the Secretary of State. We have a board of uh, members, Brian Mack, Rema from Woman Who Splitboard, uh, Will Coleman, of course, the OG who started it all. Yeah, this is a whole thing. That is the Beacon Bash. Now, history aside, formalities aside, all the paperwork aside, what the heck is the Beacon Bash? What to expect this year, year number six at the base of Winter Park. So, um, last year we had it at the base and we were kind of mixed about it because, you know, we're like, we'd love to have it in the parking lot so people can drive up, we can make, you know, some burgers over a solo stove and make a, a pizza truck show up and um, all that stuff. But uh, no, we were going legal and we got at the base and it was great because it was a bunch of people turnout, people who were backcountry curious as they're walking by to go to the gondola. So that was a really big plus for us. So we're doing it again at the base and we're actually doing it in the middle of a big event that they're deciding to call the Venture Out Fest at Winter Park to showcase free activities you can do at Winter Park. There's gonna be a band and a DJ over on the far side of the setup. And we'll have the main side next to the gondola. We will have Beacon Parks. Um, on either side, run by BCA on one side and Ordovox on the other. And then I will have a stash of Mammoth Beacons, if anybody's looking for some. And then, of course, if you have your own beacon, you can bring it. And what the Beacon Parks will allow us to do is for you to practice your beacon skills in a, in a really professional environment. We'll have guides running the stations. If you don't know what a beacon is, even better. You're beacon curious. Come check it out. We'll have different brands of beacons there. Like I said, BCA will be there. Uh, Ordovox will be there. I'll have a Mammut. I personally use Mammut. And um, basically what they are, it's little radios. And they communicate or they receive. Usually you have them on, um, on communicate as you're out touring. Um, but if somebody goes missing and you need to find them, then we go to receive. And we try and f gather their signal and locate them. And then there's two more things. A, a, probe and a shovel. And the probe is a, the collapsible staff that is 200 to 360 centimeters long, very long, like, you know, several, several feet long probe where you probe into the snow, hopefully make contact with whatever it is you're looking for, and then a shovel to dig out the snow. So my good friend Justin Ibarra and his Colorado Adventure Guides will be doing demonstrations on what that proper techniques look like, as well as what do they carry in their kit in their backpack. Um, Winter Park Dog Patrol will be there as well to give demonstrations on how the dogs help in the Winter Park Resort to find and locate people. Um, Grand, not Grand, um, uh, yeah, Grand County uh, Search and Rescue will be there as well. Um, I will lead off at 9 a.m. Uh, coffee mobility drill as I've done every year for the last six years where I just basically show you free mobility drills that you can do anywhere. I have all my clients doing it before they go skiing. I do them before I train with the kettlebells. It's just real basic stuff. It takes about five minutes and it gets everybody warmed up, literally. We'll have Bivyac coffee there as well. And um, yeah, we get things warmed up starting at 9 a.m. And then you can join one of three uphill access, free uphill access groups led by one by Rema from Woman Who Splitboard, one from um, some colleagues from uh, Pomoka and Dynafit, and then one from Carl Adventure Guys, and each one will have a Weston ambassador or Weston rep with them, as Weston is the main sponsor for this. Weston will have splitboards, I think even skis, to demo as well. Um, Scarpa, I believe, will have some boots to demo as well. 
Uh, we're going to have 25 different tents set up with different people who have contributed to the Beacon Bash, whether it is and donation. Uh, oh my God, don't, don't even get me started on the raffle prizes. <laughs> this is nuts this year. Um, but each of those tents is invested in the Beacon Bash. They want the Beacon Bash to be successful. Um, we're actually at a few different Beacon Bashes in different states. So we're trying to replicate this system and take it to, we did take it to Washington last month and some other places later this year. But back to this Winter Park Beacon Bash. It is a free event. It is a kid friendly event. I'm not going to say it's dog friendly, it's not dog unfriendly, um, but I don't know Winter Park's official rules. Uh, back when we were doing the dirt bag version, there's a lot of dogs, and I love dogs, but I don't know how the rules work on the resort, so you can look into that on your own. Uh, but it is kid friendly. Um, there will be food provided by Winter Park, you know, pay for food at the base there, there will be bathrooms and such. Um, and then you'll get to meet us. Wade will be there with his wife and daughters, and their sweethearts, Aaron Rose will be there. Uh, Will and Kai Rickards, my engagement teammates. Um, you'll meet a lot of engagement people. You know, you'll obviously me, uh, leader of engagement, but you'll meet a lot of other engagement folks who have helped make this Beacon Bash happen every year since. And the Weston crew will have the Weston Tiny House there. Uh, you can meet Sean Eno, who runs operations now, and all their crew. Uh, other companies that will be there. Um, Arbor has Arbor. I love Arbor, right? They make the like the Patagonia of split boards and snowboards. They're do they're donating boards, several boards to the raffle. Weston's donating split boards to the raffle. Uh, Venture hand built split boards out of Silverton, Colorado, will be donating a board to the raffle. Usually we have like one board. I think this year we're gonna have like five or six boards to raffle off. So big prizes. Arcteryx is donating clothing. So nice rush shell, which is a very expensive shell, um, and then. A bunch of other clothing stuff. Oh, there's some ski rack from Yakima. They're Fat Cat Evo 6. Um, Gregory Backpacks. We'll have a backcountry backpack uh, filled with backcountry food from Backpackers Pantry. We will have um, Thermores is donating a really nice winter sleeping bag because if you're a backcountry recreationist, there's a good chance you probably sleep in the back of your truck or your Subaru and you need a good sleeping bag. So I, I pitched them on that. So they're bringing that. Um, just I'll, the list is long of vendors who are providing um, stuff for the raffle. But last year we raised about $10,000. This year I think probably double or triple that. So uh, again, it's a 501c3 Beacon Bash. And so you'll see me with an iPad and a, a Square Raider selling you, hopefully, some tickets. I believe they're $5 a ticket or you can get an arm's length for 100 I suggest you get an arm's length or two. And you can also find a tall person and use their wingspan. Or if you buy from me, I'll let you use my wingspan. I'm six foot one, so it might be to your advantage. But uh, you'll see me with my friend's daughters um, trying to herd cats, basically, and receive the funds. And then we will do the big raffle in the afternoon, probably around 2 o'clock or so. And yes, at the moment, you do need to be present to win. It would be too chaotic to try and track people down to give them their gifts uh, should they win. Um, but yeah, basically, 9 to 3 free event base of winter park you can't miss it we'll have 25 tents set up you'll see the weston rig the tiny house you'll see our beacon bash blue tent yeah we have our own tent so beautiful beautiful big blue tent it says beacon bash there'll be qr codes on it so you can scan it and you can donate right then and there we will have a venmo set up as well in case you can't get to me in the card reader we should have two or three people with card readers though so we can process those payments get your tickets, 
hold on to those tickets. But in the meantime, you can go on the uphill tours. You can talk to people at the different booths and learn what they do, learn more about their gear. Phantom splitboard boots will be there. Get recent a hard boot splitboard, but set up. If you haven't, check them out. I, I ride them. You can see the mounting right there in that board. Um, got questions on anything, whatever company is there, we'll be happy to talk to you about their, their offerings this year for backcountry skiing and snowboarding and splitboarding. And then the big, the big thing, all the money raised doesn't go to the Beacon Bash. No, it just it goes transfers from us and goes directly to friends of CAIC, Colorado Avalanche Information Center. That is our local avalanche forecasting center. And then we'll give money to friends of Bertha Pass, who I mentioned earlier, provide free educational courses in person and online for backcountry safety. They do a great job and they're, they are friends of mine. I get to be their official fitness consultant and um, kind of like on the side teammate and I, and I love it. And then of course, Winter Park uh, Ski Patrol, uh, Dog Patrol, the dogs. We have to support the dogs. <laughs> We love dogs. Uh, so those are the three main people we're, we're raising money for. So if you do recreate in the backcountry, um, these are the people uh, working their tails off to make sure that you have the safest information to work with. So we have to support them. And that is the Beacon Bash. Um, I could tell you could tell I'm very passionate about it. Uh, it is again a nonprofit. If you want to learn more about it, go over to beaconbash.org. Yeah, we got a .org website. And on there, the very first picture you'll see is our good friend Justin Ibarra from Colorado Adventure Guides giving a speech at, I think, the second Beacon Bash. And you can see the parking lot there. And then if you scroll down, you can see uh, my friend, oh, my friend Charlie and um, Aaron Rose's daughter doing the Beacon in the Beacon Park. And um, you can see the third Beacon Bash right there, the tiny house for Weston. Yeah, it's all on the website. So, uh, you know, get there enjoy yourself and of course if you have a season pass to winter park if they are open you can just go ski and then come back for the raffle that's always an option too it's gonna be a lot of fun i, I love being part of it uh, it's a lot of positive energy and we raised a lot of money for good causes and you can feel good about that plus you have a pretty dang good chance of going home with some pretty awesome stuff so if you got any questions always send me a line reply under this podcast or what have you and uh, hope to see a lot of you there next Saturday, December 2nd, 2023, Winter Park, Maine Gondola. It's free, it helps others, and we'll see you there. Michelle Sewell, owner and director of Stoke for Engearment. Till next time, take care.